All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here. This is Eurofolk Radio, Yahweh's Covenant people here. Friday, February 12th, 2021. And tonight, uh, we're going to talk about how dangerous vaccines really are. It just amazes me that people don't realize that vaccines are just plain dangerous, deadly, and uh, fraudulent. But uh, the unceasing propaganda like the unceasing propaganda for the Holocaust and for Jews being God's chosen people, the, uh, the general public just doesn't seem to use their own minds and uh, understand what the heck's going on. So anyway, I'm going to play a real quick uh, uh, audio with uh, Sherry Tenpenny, and uh, where she, uh, she really nails it. She really nails the... Uh, the fact that uh, these vaccines are just plain old dangerous. Just plain old dangerous. So uh, this is uh, from BitChute. I'll just play a little bit of this and then we'll get into a couple of articles. But here's what she has to say. Medical doctors and scientists and lawyers and parents of vaccine-injured kids. And I went, how did this sector of my education elude me? Right. So I started looking at the CDC documents and that whole, and after I read the first one, the general recommendations of vaccination, the 1998 version of that, I went, this is it. I mean, this is what the entire industry is, is run off of this poorly written, bad science paper. Maybe I ought to read a little bit more. So this CDC meeting she went to is really junk science. There's no science behind it whatsoever. And everybody's sitting there uh, soaking it all in. Uh, Anybody, are there any scientists out there besides Dr. Sherry Tenpenny who can see through all this charade? Apparently not. Well, that little bit more has been 20 years and well, well over 40, 40,000 hours worth of, of research and writing. And I've written two books and that are currently out of print because our publisher went out of business and I didn't have the, the main files. And uh, the... Um, and I've contributed chapters to other books, and I've written hundreds of articles that have been translated into, I don't know, 12 or 14 languages around the world. And so I'm kind of like the go-to girl on problems associated with vaccines. And it's, there's always something new, unfortunately. There's always something bad happening, whether it's politics or laws or new vaccines or uh, unbelievably bad adjuvants. Or, and people keep having babies. Imagine that. And so because they keep having babies, there's always a new audience to talk to, to tell them you must ask what's coming through the needle. And with the COVID stuff that started back in March, I mean, I've got, you know, I've taken a deep dive into that, obviously. And I'm very passionate about letting people know what's in that, these vaccines and why you must refuse no matter what, because these vaccines are deadly. Okay, as we've been telling you here on Eurofolk Radio, you must refuse the vaccination and because they are deadly. Okay, so it's uh, refreshing to hear somebody just blurt it out like that because we've been saying that for over a year now. And uh, uh, finally, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny agrees with us. They're not vaccinations. They're, we've never had anything like them. Well, ostensibly, a def by definition, a vaccine is, e is either a medicine, it's classified as a medicine, but by definition, a vaccine is, is, is a molecule that's injected into your body that generates an antibody. Right. That, by definition, is what a vaccine is. And this does that 
The problem is, is that the antibodies that it generates are going are going to be deadly, and it's going to take somewhere. <laughs> the antibodies are deadlier than any disease you might have. Where between four months and maybe 14 months before we see the full ravage of what's going to happen to people who are vaccinated with this vaccine. That's scary. That's scary. So let's talk about that. And it should so, be. Yeah. Because, it, it, because one of the things I've said, Renette, and you've heard me say it, and I know you take the same position. We are at a critical juncture in time for all of humanity on a lot of different levels. And we are past the time of hand-holding, pussyfooting around, being careful to not offend anybody, and being so gentle with the snowflakes that they, you know, we just can't do it anymore. No, this is this is definitely, uh, we're at a crossroads. This is life and death. And... You know, I already have friends and loved ones I know who have received the vaccination. And we also have reports of doctors dying. We have reports here even locally at our local hospital, uh, people getting the vaccination. And within, you know, 20, 40 minutes, they they stroke out. The same thing in Sacramento, a doctor stroked out. It's only the beginning. But look at how we've been doing these vaccinations in in America for a month. And in 30 days, we have over 40,000 adverse events reported to the vaccine. Okay, 40,000 adverse reactions. Uh, Any uh, news from mainstream media about those adverse reactions? Of course, nothing. Okay, it's simply amazing that uh, the general public can't seem to grasp. I got the document dropped to me yesterday. It's 172 pages long. We have over 40,000 adverse events. We have over 3,100 cases of anaphylactic shock. We have over 5,000 neurological reactions, which can range from headaches to numbness and paresthesias to headaches to, to dizziness to vertigo to, to feeling like... Okay, so uh, there's the rundown. You definitely do not want to get vaccinated. Uh, let me repeat that. Folks, you definitely do not want to get vaccinated. This is uh, this is the the attempt by the international Jew. Of course, Bill Gates is a Jew, and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. They want to exterminate us, and so if we don't start fighting back, they're going to succeed. Although, you know what? Uh, they haven't made it mandatory yet, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Okay, so I'm going to uh, switch to an article here. Uh, Gates admits 700,000 people may die. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he he admits that. May die from his vaccine. Okay. Uh, But nobody, who cares? No big deal. You know, it's taken in stride. They need to get vaccinated, that's all. It doesn't matter if 700,000 people. Uh, those are 700,000 people who would be otherwise healthy. I don't think anybody uh, thinks about that. Anyway, uh, this is by Martin Armstrong, posted July uh, 2, July 2, uh, 2019, something like that. Okay. Uh, Europe was already planning for a vaccine ID passport from the third quarter of 2019. 
The real question is, what is a vaccine? <laughs> that is the real question. It's anything Bill Gates says it is. But as Dr. Sherry Tenpenny just said, it's supposed to produce antibodies against a particular disease. That's what a vaccine has always been defined as doing. Okay? But not this, not this injection, because it's not going to produce antibodies toward any, uh, any um, disease. This isn't. It's going to alter your DNA, which is a completely different function. But nevertheless, they're calling it a vaccine because the industry is relying on the good reputation of the vaccine industry. They don't want to call it a uh, a, a disease creating you know, a, a function of the injection, turning you into a monster. They don't want to say anything like that. So the, they're just going to keep calling it a vaccine, which it is not. Okay. So Gates, so the real question is, what is a vaccine? Gates has been funding a vaccine that is totally different. Instead of introducing a sample of disease, he has been funding a vaccine that is in part nanobots that target to change and alter your DNA to prevent disease, or supposedly, that's the claim, to prevent disease. I don't believe that for a second. This is already being met with approval and is highly questionable as to what are the long-term effects of changing someone's DNA. Indeed. This should be sending up alarm bells in every person on the planet. But, you know, people seem to be brain dead. Gates has been behind the movement in the EU to compel Europeans to be vaccinated. Wow, he's, <laughs> he hasn't tried it here in America yet. There was even a September 12, 2019 Global Vaccination Summit that was jointly sponsored by the EC and Gates who controlled the World Health Organization. Robert Burioni, a virologist at Vita Salute San Rafael University in Milan, became a celebrity battling against vaccine skeptics by simply stating, quote, The earth is round, gasoline is flammable, and vaccines are safe and effective, he said. All the rest are dangerous lies. Okay, so, so says the liar. One of the reasons some believe that the death rate in Italy from COVID-19 was higher than most other countries was because they were the target for a Gates vaccine project sponsored by the World Health Organization. Okay, so they were already being experimented on by Bill Gates when the COVID-19 business started. Okay. So, in 2016, life, uh, Lifetime Immunization Schedule was approved by the Italian Scientific Societies claiming it was a new paradigm to promote vaccination at all ages. I mean, this is nothing but propaganda by the super-rich, for the super-rich, big pharma, uh, total global, <laughs> global tyranny. Yeah. That's the, that's the nicest thing I can say about it. Anyway, 
There was a partnership of four national medical scientific societies active in Italy in producing scientific advice on vaccines and vaccination, influenced by Gates. These were, one, the Italian Society of Hygiene, Preventive Medicine, and Public Health, two, the Italian Society for Pediatrics, three, the Italian Federation of General Practitioners, four, the Italian Federation of General Medicine. The lifetime immunization schedule was introduced for the first time in Italy, which allowed its people to be experiments for Gates and the WHO. Okay. <laughs> Just... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll be your guinea pig. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. I trust the government. I'll be your guinea pig. The Italian National Prevention Plan was approved by the Italian Ministry of Health in February 2017. The serious question that has not been answered is what has been the connection between the excessive death rate in Italy in relation to this vaccination for all ages, which took place as an experiment support by the WHO and Bill Gates. There are serious questions about our politicians. Are they being paid off to allow Gates to experiment on the world population? The correlation between Italy and the only country to allow a Gates experimentation needs to be addressed. The problem we really have is no politician will allow an investigation that exposes their own corruption and bad decisions. Wow, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting worse all the time, folks. I mean, um, it's almost a, we're almost at the point where all the dumb people have to be have to die off before this madness comes to an end. <laughs> uh, another uh, related article here: Gates' dream of controlling the world is hitting a brick wall. I would hope so. Bill Gates and Microsoft have been banned in Russia. Oh, that's good. This is seriously preventing Bill Gates' dream of vaccinating the entire world so he can track everyone. Russia is going to add Bill Gates to the blacklist along with George Soros and Jacob Rothschild. How about that? The entire scheme of Microsoft and the others is to take everything that we do, create profiles, and then sell that to companies to endlessly market stuff to us. And, of course, to keep track of us, too. If I am paying for a program like Windows, I do not want endless updates that are really fishing for everything I do. They are not satisfied with uh, paying for a product. They much destroy all privacy for a buck. It is ironic that perhaps the only free countries will be China and Russia, <laughs> since the West has chosen to run into the arms of Gates and his consortium. Russia and China collapsed under Marxism in 1989. We are now faced with the second wave of Marxists determined to create a Marxist world despite the fact that it has never worked. Guess what? They are right on time. The collapse of communism was 1989, add 34 point, and we arrive at 2021, perfectly as we head into a monetary crisis cycle. Well, we'll see. You know, they've, got a, they've got a hyperinflation going here that uh, finances everything. I mean, there's no way any of these vaccines are profitable, so that's why they have to have government financing everything. 
Putin is at least protecting the Russian people against the manufactured pandemic. Very good. There are about 9.5 million people who die every year from cancer compared to Bill Gates' virus of fewer than 500,000 deaths worldwide. Okay, so so 9.5 million people die every year from cancer. And then uh, compared to Bill Gates' virus of fewer than 500,000 deaths worldwide. So, uh, so why isn't can- cancer being the uh, main target here? About 645,000 die of heart attacks annually. annually. There are about 15.2 million deaths annually from various diseases. We do not hear about that every night on CNN, delivering a daily death count. If they did, it would probably also change behavior. In comparison, Gates' virus is overly exaggerated for the sole purpose of terrorizing people into complying with his agenda and to defeat Trump to usher in a Marxist green order. Yeah, the red. Okay. Okay, this is uh, Armstrong Economics, a very good website. Armstrong Economics. Okay. All right, so let's go into another article here. Okay. So, yeah, and Bill Gates and the depopulation agenda is something that uh, it's amazing that People don't see through it. But, of course, you have uh, you have nothing but propaganda on, the side, uh, on their side. And no one uh, really seems to pay attention. All right, so uh, Robert F. Kennedy has written a lot about uh, the Gates depopulation agenda. I'm going to uh, put this link in the chat room. Yeah, we're we're the, the absolute craziness of uh, <laughs> politics today, medicine, health, everything. There's not a single there's not a single area of world politics or world world medicine or anything else that isn't totally corrupt. It's amazing that uh, business uh, works at all. There's, there's so much corruption. Any, in any case, from this article here, Bill Gates and the depopulation agenda. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. calls for an investigation. For over 20 years, Bill Gates and his foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, have been vaccinating foremost children by the millions in remote areas of poor countries, mostly Africa and Asia. Most of their vaccination program had disastrous results, causing the very illness, polio, for example, in India, and sterilizing young women. Many of the children died. Many of the programs were carried out with the backing of the World Health Organization, and yes, the UN agency responsible for the protection of children, UNICEF. Well, it's not responsible for the protection of children. It's responsible for dictatorship. 
Most of these vaccination campaigns were implemented without the informed consent of the children, parents, guardians, or teachers, nor with the informed consent or with forged consent of the respective government authorities. Wow, forged consent. Would Bill Gates actually do something that, <laughs> that hideous? Forged documents? Well, he's a, he's a genocidal maniac, so yeah, what's forging documents? In the aftermath, the Gates Foundation was sued by governments around the world, Kenya, India, the Philippines, and more. Bill Gates has a strange image of himself. He sees himself as the Messiah who saves the world through vaccination and through population reduction. Around the time when the 2010 Rockefeller Report was issued, with its even more infamous lockstep scenario, precisely the scenario of which we are living, the beginning right now, yeah, which is the uh, COVID-19 scenario, Bill Gates talked on a TED show in California, innovating to zero about the use of energy. He used his, this TED presentation to promote his vaccination programs, literally saying, if we are doing a really good job of vaccinating children, we can reduce the world population by 10-15%. So if vaccination is supposed to save lives... How is that going to reduce the world population by 10 to 15 percent? Okay. Uh, hmm. No logic there. And he says, this sounds very much like eugenics. It sure does. The video, first six, oh, six minutes, 45 seconds. The truth about Bill Gates and his disastrous vaccination program will tell you all about it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., an avid defender of children's rights and anti-vaccination activist has launched a petition to set the White House calling for investigations into the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Medical Malpractice and Crimes Against Humanity. Well, that's telling it like it is. But because the world is being run by inhuman uh, monsters, <laughs> like the likes of Bill Gates and the Rockefellers, uh, we're not likely to get any justice anytime soon. We're just going to have to start making preparations to defend ourselves because these goons are going to be come, coming to your door eventually. And they're not going to be concerned about whether you have a, uh, a, a consent form for, for your vaccination. Okay. At the forefront of this is Bill Gates, who has publicly stated his interest in reducing population growth by 10 to 15 percent by means of vaccination. Now vaccination is supposed to save lives as they constantly tell us. Or does it sterilize children? I mean, be specific. Gates, UNICEF, and WHO have already been incredibly accused of intentionally sterilizing Kenyan children through the use of a hidden HCG antigen in tetanus vaccines. So, who knows what else is in there? At the time of writing, the petition had over 265,000 uh, signatures. It requires 100,000 for an answer from the White House. Yeah, and so, 
let's play a little of this uh, video here by... Joining us now is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., chair of the board of Children's Health Defense and their senior prosecuting attorney as well. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship between these federal regulatory agencies and these drug and vaccine companies. The Journal of American Medical Association just published an examination of the FDA, and this review, which was by a number of Harvard researchers, reveals a shift towards the FDA's use of, quote, less data to approve drugs and an escalating <laughs> reliance Less on data. pharmaceutical oh, that's, industry that's payments to actually cover FDA Who salaries. Data? Now, when it comes to an organization like the CDC, we have the example of Julie Gerberding, who was CDC director from 2002 to 2009 and then went on to become the head of Merck vaccines. Is it common for CDC and FDA employees to use this kind of revolving door? Well, there are many, you know, there are revolving door problems with all of our federal agencies and, and all of our state agencies. There's a phenomena that is very well documented called a agency capture, which is a phenomenon or a dynamic by which the agency that, um, that's supposed to protect the American public from bad drugs or from pollution or what have you ultimately becomes a subsidiary or a sock puppet for the industry that it's supposed to regulate. And indeed, um, that's what we see with CDC. The head of CDC from 2002 to 2009, as you point out, was... Now, this used to be a, a major uh, point of liberals. When I was going to college, they would complain about the revolving door between big business and big government. But I don't hear them complaining about this anymore because uh, I guess they all they all believe in vaccination, they all believe in big government, and uh, it doesn't really matter which corporations are running the show. They they seem to think that today that's no longer a problem. I mean, this is it's incredible how the left simply ignores the reality of all this corruption. Totally, totally ignores it. Julie Gerberding. She did a number of billion-dollar favors for Merck. She silenced a whistleblower who was um, William Thompson, who is still a scientist at, at the CDC, who wanted to tell the public that testing of Merck's vaccine showed that particularly the MMR vaccine was causing autism in black boys and other people who got the vaccine on time and that the scientists had been ordered to destroy data showing that effect and that they went ahead and published the study uh, lying about it to the American people and the physicians. And Julie Gerberding did a huge favor to Merck by having that scientist punished and then silenced. She, uh, she arranged for Merck to get the a monopoly to the multi-billion dollar MMR vaccine and to make sure Glaxo could not sell its vaccine in this country. She approved the, um, the HPV vaccine, Gardasil, which is another Merck product. She approved the chickenpox vaccine and the silenced whistleblower, Gary Goldman, that was another doctor who said this vaccine is gonna cause a shingles epidemic. Merck then not only got the chickenpox vaccine, but it also was able to market a, a shingles vaccine. She retired in 2009, and she was made president of Merck's vaccine division in 2010 with a salary of about $2.5 million, I think about $5 million in stock options. The CDC <laughs> is actually a vaccine company. 
CDC has a total budget of about $11 billion a year. It spends $5 billion of that buying vaccines from those four companies at making sweetheart deals that are much higher, where we pay ta with back taxpayer money much more for the vaccines than they pay for the exact same vaccine in Europe. And then they distribute those vaccines to the American public. So they're approving the vaccine. They're mandating for them for the public. They're buying them from these companies who they're friends with. And then they're, um, they're basically forcing million, 78 million people to take an untested product. The CDC also owns patents on many of the vaccines. In fact, across HHS, which is the mother agency. Uh, just make more money that way. FDA, CDC, and NIH, which all regulate vaccines. Different parts of the vaccine industry are all parts of HHS. And those agencies are allowed to hold patents on the vaccines that their scientists work on. And, the, and then collect royalties. And in fact, officials in those agencies who worked on the vaccines can also own part of the patent and collect royalties of up to well, 100%. just get richer and richer and richer. Boy, what a racket, folks. What an absolute racket. Continuing with the article here, Robert F. Kennedy exposes Bill Gates' vaccination agenda. Now Mr. Gates and his allies, including Big Pharma... Who, UNICEF, Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of NAIA, sorry, NIAID and NIH, uh, National Institutes of Health, a close ally of Mr. Gates, and of course, Agenda ID 2020. Okay, uh, I think the injection they want to give you is part of the ID. They want to ID you, track you, and then if they want to, they can turn on a switch and uh, in invoke a heart attack in your body are proposing to force vaccinate 7 billion people yes force vaccinate around the globe with their concoction of a so far untested coronavirus vaccine yeah it, well it's being tested now isn't it uh, 50,000 and more adverse reactions already this is a multi-billion dollar bonanza for Big Pharma and for all those who support the vaccine. I mean, this is the total fulfillment of Revelation 18, verse 23, where it says, The world will be deceived by the sorceries of Big Pharma. Wow. Here we are, folks. Sorceries. Trickery. Deceit. Nobody will really know what the vaccine cocktail will contain. Probably they don't, they don't care. They intend to start with the global south, developing countries, and then gradually move north, developed countries. Well, I mean, the, the left isn't uh, concerned about, uh, you know, the pe people in the southern hemisphere being mistreated <laughs> by colonialism. I guess this isn't colonialism. I guess this is, this is good for them. I'm just amazed at the stupidity of these leftists. Anyway, mind you, there is no need for a vaccine to cure the coronavirus. There are many cures. French professor Didier Rayot, 
who is one of the world's top five scientists on communicable diseases, suggested use of hydroxychloroquine, a well-known simple and inexpensive drug also used to fight malaria, and that has shown efficacy with previous coronaviruses such as SARS. <clears throat> By mid-February 2020, clinical trials at his institute and in China already confirmed that the drug could reduce the viral load and bring spectacular improvement. Chinese scientists published their first trials on more than 100 patients and announced that the Chinese National Health Commission would recommend chloroquine in their new guidelines to treat COVID-19. Now, you probably remember the big flap when President Trump said, okay, well, give him hydroxychloroquine. Well, no, we can't have a cure. We can only have a vaccine. Remember, they don't believe in cures but they do believe in vaccines. Okay. Be aware, awake, alert, and warned. This presentation proves without a doubt that America is in for a major fight that will put you and your family on the firing line literally. Yes, the white coats are coming, the white coats are coming. And they're going to shoot you with a vaccine needle gun. That's what they're going to do. So, wow. Okay, uh, this is uh, from Stillness in the Storm. One of the people in the chat room put the link in here, so I'll take, I'll go with it. Uh, okay, they don't want you to see news like this. We need your help to f fund this site. Donate here. Your support makes a big difference. This is Stillness in the Storm, an agent of conscious evolution. Fauci demands America use children as human guinea pigs for COVID vaccine experiments. Well, I guess that's how you reduce the world population, <laughs> by, by experimenting on children. That, that, that way they don't grow up to become adults. Lance D. Johnson, Dr. Anthony Fauci, is saying, staying true to his mission and is ready to use children as human guinea pigs for coronavirus vaccine experiments while ignoring the harm the vaccines are doing to a subset of the elderly population already. How about everybody? It's not just a subset. It does harm to everybody. Yeah, as a matter of fact, my sister-in-law, uh, who was who married to my brother, she, she never believed in vaccination, but my brother did. So every year when the flu season came along, he, he would get the vaccination, and he would get very sick. <laughs> he, would, he would get very sick. She wouldn't get the vaccination, and she, she stayed healthy. But I guess, I guess you don't, just don't use logic. People just don't use logic. They do what they're told. It's authoritarianism. Anyway, by Lance D. Johnson, February 11, 2021. Hopefully, by the time we get to late spring, early summer, we will have children being able to be vaccinated according, this is a quote, according to the FDA's guidance, said Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's highest paid voice of coercion and control, that's for sure. The only problem with Fauci's demand, the FDA has no data to justify child ex exploitation. The drug companies cannot enroll enough adolescents in their experimental trials. 
All available data shows that the infection is not deadly for children either. Well, uh, yeah, that's another thing, uh, the so-called coronavirus. It's not affecting children. It's only affecting adults, especially the elderly. That's very unusual for a flu. Flu usually uh, affects the entire class, <laughs> the entire grade school class. They all get sick at the same time, probably because they all eat the same garbage food <laughs> come Christmas and uh, New Year's, okay? But in any case, the uh, this is such a crazy world. So, so uh, what does this mean? The FDA has no data to justify child exploitation. Uh, why do you need data for that? <laughs> to... Uh, there's no data that can justify child exploitation. Anyway, the vaccine companies have struggled to get parental consent in order to choose use children for the new mRNA vaccine experiments. And since they don't get the disease, why in the world would you inoculate them? I mean, uh, is this evil or what, folks? I mean, is this world f full of uh, zombies? that are utterly clueless about morality, about justice, about health, <laughs> right? Uh, it's unbelievable that uh, these tyrants, that these uh, monsters, these medical monsters, it is, it's monstrous. But that's what we're living through, folks. So, the vaccine companies have struggled to get... Well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't give my consent. Moderna publicly admitted that they can't convince enough parents of children 12 and under to enroll in the experimental trials. Quote, we as an industry cannot just put out a vaccine without testing it, said Dr. Maria Ryan at the Cottage Hospital. Actually, they do that all the time. And we have to have volunteers to test. This requires parental consent. Something Dr. Fauci would like to bypass. Hmm. Who needs parental consent? Dr. Fauci's reckless experiment and desperate ploy to exploit children. Dr. Fauci is recklessly pushing vaccines on children without adequate research in place. So what else is new? Without adequate informed consent. He continues to blindly believe that widespread injection of experimental mRNA is the only way to eradicate SARS-CoV-2 and achieve herd immunity. Fauci believes the experimental vaccines will stop viral replication and viral transmission. Uh, he believes. Nothing, nothing suggests that he's proven that. Okay. I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's belief. It's innuendo. It's uh, possibilities. No proof whatsoever. And yet people consider this science? Okay, uh, so... Supposedly, will stop viral replication and viral transmission, slowing down the virus's ability to mutate... So, what's mutation got to do with it? I mean, if the virus causes disease, you want to kill the, the virus that causes the disease. 
don't even worry about the mutating. Uh, you, have, you haven't eradicated anything yet. On the contrary, medical interventions are known to put pressure on competing pathogens, forcing the virus or bacteria to adapt more rapidly in order to survive among human hosts. Under pressure to survive, pathogens will evolve new traits. Well, yeah, bacteria will, but not viruses. Because viruses are nothing but debris. And that debris, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Rat Jew Fauci is just reading a script of his masters. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, you know, I, I just can't believe that uh, we have a planet full of zombies who can't can't reason for themselves and, and realize that this is all one big scam. But they can't. I mean, we're way too trusting. <laughs> but we're authoritarians. You know, Dr. So-and-so, Dr. Fauci, says, get your shot. And half the people will, will line up and get their shot. But so far, the other half uh, is going to resist. So we'll see. Uh, once they've killed all the volunteers, we'll see how it's going to go with the non-volunteers. And we'll see how long that's going to take. I can tell you one thing. This non-volunteer is going to come up with some creative ways of... Uh, sabotaging their operation no doubt about that okay <laughs> all right as more immunity is achieved there is no immunity being achieved it's nonsense mortality rates fall yeah well if, if the immunity was achieved but there isn't in a way the virus becomes attenuated weakened throughout the population as human immune systems adapt to their environment. This is just theory. This is immune theory coming from the Rockefellers. None of us has ever been proven. It's just speculation being passed off as science. The reality of coronavirus infections is that they are inevitable. The human immune system was designed to adapt them. Yeah, the immune system, if you just leave it alone... As Dr. Tenpenny said, she never was vaccinated once in her life, and she went through all the childhood diseases, uh, the measles, mumps, uh, whatever else it was, and she survived all of that, and her immune system, you're supposed to, you're supposed to get those childhood diseases because they help your immune system develop. So if you suppress those childhood diseases, your immune system does not develop. And you're constantly relying on huh, psychotic intervention by MDs. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> uh, Dr. Jekyll is more evil than Mr. Hyde. Uh, so anyway, this, this is all uh, standardized hype from the medical establishment. Because SARS-CoV-2 is the family of coronaviruses, it is ultimately a rapidly evolving type of virus that will continue to find new ways to gain entry into human hosts. 
Because of this, the th threat will never be completely eradicated from existence. Well, okay. Throughout history, flu seasons has come and gone. A few people die, but most survive. It's not like it's a real massive threat to civilization, okay? And a vast majority of these people, if they were simply taking care of their immune system, they wouldn't get sick. But we're not encouraged to take care of our immune system. We're encouraged to eat junk food and uh, have, have a toxic environment in which we live, eat, eat toxic stuff called junk food, etc. So we're, we're living in a toxic environment, and not just, not just physically, mentally too. This is mentally toxic environment that we're in. Okay, so over 30 mutations were identified in the first few months after governments locked people down. At least five serious mutations have been identified in countries around the world since then. If vaccines are so important for ending this infectious disease, why wouldn't a series of vaccines be necessary for each new strain? Good question. Government cannot vaccinate their way out of this health crisis. That's correct. They can't. But they can pretend to. Civilization today is densely populated with immune-compromised individuals who are susceptible to complications from various respiratory infections. In order to obtain herd immunity to any single respiratory pathogen, the most susceptible subset of the population would have to be drastically improve their health, nourishing their bodies with antioxidants to help protect against oxidative stress and preserve the surveillance proteins on the surface of their immune cells, especially in their lungs. Okay. Well, I mean, your, your white blood cells that uh, search, search and destroy pathogens that's the way your immune system is supposed to work. In addition, the most susceptible subset of the population would need to improve their body's ability to absorb nutrients, yeah, have a healthy diet, and eliminate routine consumption of processed foods. There you go. So this is the advice I've been giving people for you know, 30, 40 years. You know, totally eliminate processed foods. Uh Cornflakes, <laughs> Cheerios. I mean, that that type of so-called food is so processed that it has no nutri nutritional value at all. Okay, there's so much that we eat that has no nutrition, and it's because we're not getting nutrition that we're getting sick, and nobody even you know bothers to inform people. You know, like for example, today I had. Uh, Macaroni and cheese, <laughs> which is about the, the most processed I ever get. But it's only macaroni and cheese, right? Uh, the the noodles you know, are processed, that's for sure. The noodles are processed. And uh, who knows, uh, yeah, who knows whether the cheese was real. I got it at a deli. <laughs> so you, you never know if you buy something at a deli or at a grocery store whether it's real or not. Anyway, this is this is something that we have to start 
figuring out for ourselves. Look at the uh, ingredients on the label and stop eating junk food. That's the number one step to, to good health again. Stop eating junk food and eat real food. Uh, fruits and vegetables. And, uh, and, and clean, clean air, clean water. But uh, very, very few people pay attention to this sort of thing. So anyway, uh, the zombie parade continues. Okay, so notwithstanding, the, the weakest would need to increase their intake of superfoods, nutrient-dense herbs, vitamin D, vitamin C, and minerals to help strengthen their T-cell antibody response and the innate surveillance immune molecules. Yeah, take your vitamins. That's uh, number number two. You know, first of all, eat good food, eat real food, and then take take your vitamins. Yeah, clean water, clean air. If you do those things, you're not likely to get sick. It doesn't matter what bug is floating around, because you don't catch you don't catch a disease from bugs floating around. It just doesn't work that way. There's been all kinds of experiments showing. You don't transmit disease through the air. Most of the microbes that uh, people uh, get sick from are transmitted by touch. For example, the, the cholera epidemic in America when the uh, settlers moved in and uh, they sold the cholera-soaked blankets to the Indians. Well, those blankets had to all have all kinds of human, you know, uh, fluids soaked into them. They, they would have been uh, really nasty. <laughs> would have been really nasty. Uh, were those blankets washed before they were sold to the Indians? Probably not. And so they got sick from wrapping themselves into in those blank blankets. They didn't get cholera through the air. The vast majority of diseases are transmitted by touch, by physical presence, you know, like, like getting a scratch on your skin. That's how you uh, get trans, uh, disease transmission, not by uh, airborne, uh, airborne viruses or whatever. That's, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. That's another myth promoted by the Rockefellers. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> when they invented the viral, viral uh, conspiracy, when the most susceptible portion of the population is minimized and the health of the general population improves, then populations will have a better chance at achieving herd immunity to SARS-CoV-2 and its mutations. Well, yeah, that's all true. But the the main point here is uh, by just having a healthy diet and uh, you know breathing fresh air, getting good exercise, etc., etc., all these things, and a lot of people just don't do any of that. So they are going to get sick. You know, eventually, your body is going to build up toxins, and uh, for most people, who what the so-called flu actually is, is a toxic buildup. And uh, at some point in time, the toxins just have to be got rid of, <laughs> okay? And that's when you have the quote-unquote flu. 
All right, that's what the flu really is. But it's just a syndrome. It's not caused by any bug. It's a syndrome. The doctors know this, but they have to... You can't have fear porn <laughs> without a, a big old uh, painting of a coronavirus, <laughs> right? <laughs> to scare the hell out of people. Oh boy, look, look at that coronavirus. It's so scary. It looks like an octopus. Oh, man. Fear porn, folks. Absolute fear porn. Okay, now, very interesting here. Protect yourself from 5G and EMFs with this Tesla technology. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Stillness in the Storm Editor. Why do we post this? The news is important to all people because it is where we come to know new things about the world, which leads to the development of more life goals that lead to life wisdom. Okay, so what's the deal with uh, 5G and EMF? I thought there was a uh, report about that. That just seems to be a headline without a, without a story. <laughs> a headline without a story. Okay. But that's just another thing uh, people don't realize, that their cell phones, their, their Wi-Fi at home, their smart houses, all this constant radiation, that's making people sick too. They never even think of that. So we live in an, an incredibly toxic environment, and nobody is making it any better. But they're all blaming it on a virus, and of course... The virus can be cured by a vaccine, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to believe? Isn't that what, uh, isn't that what makes the world go around? Viruses. <laughs> we, we're living in toxic times, right? I should do a, a newsletter, toxic times. <laughs> we're trying to get away from toxicity. So... We've got a real... <laughs> okay, one final story here that uh, Adolf uh, posted here. Absolute victory. Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko fends off globalist coup. That's good. Lukashenko is an inspiration to patriots across the West. Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko is declaring victory after withstanding a color revolution attempted by the globalists, which was led by operatives of infamous leftist oligarch George Soros. Yeah, he looks like death warmed over. The Blitzkrieg did not succeed. We held on to our country, Lukashenko said of the coup attempted orchestrated against his people. Despite the tensions in society artificially created by external forces, we survived. He added, we have to resist at all costs, and 2021 this year will be decisive. I hope so. I hope it will be decisive for us as well, that we can fend off this uh, incredible fraud called COVID-19 and the, uh, the so-called cures, that <coughs> excuse me, the so-called cures that they're offering for this non-existent disease. It's, it's, a, it's like a comedy. 
except for the fact that people are dying. Lukashenko came under fire from the globalists for refusing to adhere to COVID-19 mandates. Despite ignoring the advice of public health officials, Belarus has not suffered any major spike in COVID-19 cases. That's what I would expect. This has flown in the face of the talking points from disgraced big pharma shills like Dr. Anthony Fauci. This has resulted in the globalists trying to perform a Gaddafi on Lukashenko. If some don't like 80, let it be 76 or even 68, he said. Uh, Whatever that means. But we won. (laughs) We, We were backed by an overwhelming majority. Yeah, how about letting the people decide? The globalists claim Lukashenko stole an election despite no evidence proving this claim. And then a bunch of lesbians and homosexuals occupied the streets for months in an attempt to promulgate... Let them get vaccinated. In an attempt to promulgate a revolution against Lukashenko. The people of Belarus were too strong and intelligent to fall for the globalist gambit. Okay, big league politics has reported on the freedom enjoyed by the people of Belarus, putting sorry Americans cowed by virus fear to shame as they celebrate together as a united people. Okay. All right, so, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and as we would expect, the any country that uh, totally ignores the COVID scare is not going to have any COVID cases. It's just a total fraud. And, of course, the the, uh, the entire propaganda mill telling us, oh, you have to get the COVID-19 vaccines and drugs and all that kind of stuff. No, none of it's absolutely necessary. None of it's necessary. It's a total scam. Okay, folks, I'm going to call it a day. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition, and uh, stay safe. Do not believe any fear porn. Fear porn is deadly. <laughs> fear porn is worse for your health than many diseases. All right. Take care. Yahweh bless everybody. <laughs>